I also remember the text message. It was more about like just learning how to how to the face of the adversity. You know, like it's okay to to mess up sometimes in life. It's just what matters most is like how you bounce back. When we talk about the well-being of young people, it's almost always about their struggles, their anxiety, their depression. But that is only part of the story. So many of the young people we know are facing their challenges head on. They're resilient, they're strong, and they're hopeful. These are the stories we tell. Young people doing amazing things in the face of adversity. I'm Jeff Konefsky. And I'm Meg Frederick. And this is the Mindful and Positive Podcast. All right, Mr. Stapleton and Edgar, you guys ready? Yes, sir. Yes. All right, let's do this. We are so lucky and fortunate to have you two join us on our podcast. Really excited uh, to have some of our neighbors from Harrison District, too. So I want to welcome, warm welcome for uh, Mr. Stapleton and Edgar. Thank you so much. Gosh, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Um, So we are, we're joined today by two, um, really, it's, it's a lovely relationship that I hope to hear a little bit more about. And I've gotten... Um, privy to be bits and pieces of it. So during my work at, at Harrison High School with Mindfulness and Positivity Project, um, I've come to know Edgar a little bit and certainly come to know Bridger Stapleton, Mr. Stapleton. And um, Edgar had mentioned at one point in time, I have this awesome teacher and, and, his, and his class is so cool. And I'm going to leave it at that because Edgar's story is, is going to be told by Edgar. But I want to start with uh, Mr. Stapleton. Tell us about you. Last year when I saw you had long, lovely locks. This year you have very little hair. Um, I want to know, you know, we'll talk a little bit about, you know, maybe that was a bad or a good COVID moment, or maybe it was just a moment. Um, be fun. But um, Mr. Stapleton, tell us about you. <laughs> well, um, Meg, thank you. And, and Jeff, thank you guys, first off, for reaching out and allowing us to to kind of have this opportunity. Um, in terms of my story, uh, trying to keep it you know, short and sweet for the most part. Um, I, uh, I, I attended University of Pittsburgh. It goes back that far. Um, attended University of Pittsburgh and I, I had a really great relationship with a writing professor who encouraged me um, after working for her um, to apply for Teach for America. And it was through Teach for America that I got placed in uh, Carmel Middle School um, here in Colorado Springs. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Carmel Middle School is the feeder school of Harrison High School. Um, and I worked there as an English teacher for, I think it was six years, um, until an opportunity came about. I, I knew that I really wanted to move up to the next level, uh, with not just students, um, but but my students. Um, so it was something that after I think my second or third year of teaching, I, I really was passionate about making it to Harrison uh, to continue the work that I was doing uh, with, with my classes. Um, and I didn't know what that capacity would be or, or what that was going to look like. Um, but finally, that opportunity came and it was, um, it, it was just, it was beautiful. It was, um, uh, how can I describe it? It was one of my ultimate tests of patience, uh, one of my ultimate tests of faith in terms of where I would end up. And um, 
working with uh, the administrators over here, they were able to uh, kind of create a position that they believe really much fit my personality and what I brought to the classroom. And so now I'm, this is my second year at, at Harrison High School. I teach uh, the AVID program. So I work with several different grade levels of students and we specifically focus on uh, college and career readiness for first generation students. Um, and then uh, there's another story with the IB program, um, but I ended up basically getting my dream job and teaching the theory of knowledge program here as well, which is kind of like a research information literacy philosophy, but maybe don't call it that, learn to think about the world uh, class. And I'm able to loop with students. And here I am with Edgar, um, whom I had back in middle school at Carmel. I'm sure he'll speak a little bit to that. And um, this will be, uh, we'll, we'll have had each other in class for, I think, uh, three years now. And, and also, um, I think this is our sixth year uh, as a soccer coach as well. So awesome. it's, we spent a lot of time and a lot of, uh, a lot of moments. Um, and it's just been a great journey. Yeah. Edgar, do you mind telling your story about um, kind of having to uh, endure Mr. Stapleton uh, for six years now or whatever it is? And, and, uh, and, and in all honesty, one thing that I learned working over at Harrison is that students just absolutely love this man. Um, what is it about him after you tell your story? What is it about him that um, that where allows students to trust him and, and engage with him and, and to learn so much from him? Uh, yeah. So um, I have four siblings and um, I have an older sister that like kind of guides me. And I kind of want to be like a figure to my younger siblings and a figure in my family that people look up to. And um, my my journey with Mr. Stapleton started in at Carmel. Um, I didn't have him until my eighth grade at Carmel, but I seen him around the hallways in sixth and seventh grade. And the thing is, I started like my grandma has always pushed me like to go forth in education. They've always pushed me to to um you know chase education. And my grandma always tells me that like if I don't chase school, like nothing nothing else might really work. And maybe that's a that's a false statement, but I know that like it makes her proud. And it's something, it's a goal that I have chasing further than just getting a high school diploma. I want to go to college. Um, but yeah, in middle school, I've had, a, I had, I've had a, like a variety of friends. I had friends that, um, like today are like, they're just in really different areas of life. Like I have friends that are in jail. I have friends that are like still playing soccer with me, but I know that Mr. Stapleton, um, helped me push more towards that educational level of a person and in soccer as well, because in middle school, I kind of played soccer, but I didn't really play soccer to play soccer. Like I didn't see really big aspirations to play soccer at the high school level. Like I, I just played for fun. And the reason I play soccer is, is through my dad. He can, he kind of like influences me through um, the sports that I've played and the, the man that I I'm becoming today. But he has, I started playing soccer in, I think it was a seventh grade, sixth grade. I didn't want to play. And it was really much until the eighth grade where we built that relationship because I faced a lot of um, adversity my eighth grade year with things going on in my family, things going on in, in school and in soccer. And Mr. Stapleton was just a person that was able to, to guide me or, or just like a system of support that like it shaped who I am today and it's made me a better person. And I mean, now in high school, it's like, it's a relationship that we have. It's like, He's my teacher and he's like a, like a, like a mentor in life in a way. And like, 
the re- the reason that Mr. Stapleton has good um relationships with the students is because he knows how to talk to all kinds of students, um, students that come from different ethnicities um, and backgrounds. He knows how to how to adjust to them, and, and he re- he just really understands us as students. And I feel like that's an important part to becoming a, a good teacher. And it's what really builds community within like the the schools that we have at Harrison District too. Edgar, you you mentioned adversity that you kind of faced. Um, are you comfortable talking about that in, in any way? Yeah. So like in middle school, I faced um constantly like it hasn't happened recently, but I, I used to always face problems within my family, um problems with um among my parents, and just problems that I've had with my friends. I used to be a student that um I used to get suspended almost every every three weeks for fighting. I once broke a tile of a ceiling. Um, it was it was a lot of bad choices that I did, and it was the adversity that I faced. But it's like I don't know. I feel like those moments have made me um, become a better person. And people like Mr. Stapleton have been like the reason, like the people that that I needed at that moment to to talk to me and to to like they, to understand me, but also like guide me. You know what I mean? And it sounds like your grandma has has a, you know, has been a significant influence in your life as well. Did she ever have the opportunity to finish her education or do what she wanted to do in her life? No, actually, my grandma, um, I don't think she finished high school. She was uh, one of 10 kids in her family. She had three kids, had my mom. And my grandma's just a, a figure like, she she's like, I don't know, I think she's 60 something, but she's still working to this day. She has arthritis in her fingers. And she has just, she tells me every time she sees me, she's like, you look at my hands, you don't want to, you don't want to have to work like this for the rest of your life. I'd rather have you have something easy. And it's like, like all the hard work, I don't want it just to be like in vain, like just let it die out. You know, like I wouldn't want to, I want to break the cycle. You know, my parents, um, I really have, I really get time to speak with them because they work as well. And it's like, I feel like I've never, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a day where I'm done with everything I got to do. And it's like, I'm going to be able to have that time to actually have a connection with my parents. You know, they've Mm -hmm. been there for me they've they've built me but it's like i really want to know who my parents are and it's like my grandma's just a a figure in my life it's like she works really hard and it's it's a reason why i I have to work really hard as well like i can't let her down and it's it's just it's my biggest motivation one of my biggest motivations in my life it's my family my parents and and those around me it's like i I can't let them down you know so edgar tell me specifically can you remember maybe a moment that you and Mr. Stapleton had? Because you shared with me that he's a teacher that that really cares like how you feel and how you manage your life. And he, you say he talks to you about gratitude and about conflict and, and those things. Can share with us a moment, maybe something Mr. Stapleton said to you or had you maybe do or practice that, that impacted your life when you were having one of those moments of, of real anger? So yeah, actually, I have a vivid, I have a vivid memory that came up to my mind when you told me that, and it was. Um, <laughs> I saw was, you smile. I saw you both <laughs> nod your heads. <laughs> yes. We're probably, we're probably thinking about the same. I'm wondering if he's gonna say the same thing. <laughs> I think it yeah. was seventh grade, eighth grade year, but we, it was a final versus. Man, I forgot who it was. I think we played final for Carson Hill soccer, and I missed a penalty, and it was one of the reasons my team didn't win the final. And I remember going home really sad and upset, and we just had this conversation about like how to face adversity basically. And um, what, what's what's about to come next? Because it was my eighth grade year. 
and I was going into high school and I was already going to play at the high school level. And I didn't know anything about high school soccer, but he was already here coaching for like a year or two with um one of our other coaches. And I also remember the text message. It was more about like just learning how to, how to, the face of the adversity, you know, like it's okay to, to mess up sometimes in life. It's just what matters most is like how you bounce back. And I feel like that's just the moment that really stuck to me because I went home crying, <laughs> but it was a really good moment of growth. So Mr. Stapleton, you're, you're nodding with this. Share, share some of those things. I mean, you know, it, it, you inspire these kids and I, I just, I was a little shocked when you, you guys are both the giggle and I love it. I was a little shocked when you said you've only been at Harrison two years because the few times that I've chatted with you in the hallway and stuff, every kid knows you. Every you're, you're high five and every kid, it seems like. And how's your mom and what's your brother doing? Is your dad still working over here? And did you get that math test, you know, grade up and all these things? Um, what inspires you most about kids in life every day? And are you hopeful? Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm getting like the, the tingles uh, just trying to <laughs> think about that question. Um, I mean... Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I think I do know, but oftentimes when, when we find something we're extremely passionate about and that we just have a feeling for it, sometimes it's, it's hard to articulate. So I'll, I'll try and do that, um, the best I can. But, um, I, I really believe teaching to be uh, service. Um, I, I fully believe that, um, you know, my time, you know, my, my time in this world is, is very short and, um, was raised by parents who instilled the values of, uh, making an impact. And then I started teaching and I started becoming more and more involved in the community in different ways. Um, you know, and, and the first couple of years of teaching are, are so hard. Um, but it was the relationships with the students and being able to see that tangible impact that just it, it, it lit a fire. And um, I, I continued to cultivate that sometimes consciously and sometimes unconsciously. Um, and then you meet students um, in your years and they they're they create this impression. And, um, you know, I think Edgar is is a student that I talk about you know, my, my friend groups know his name. Um, mm -hmm. uh, some of the, the people I've had relationships with know his name um, and, and other names of students because it's being able to see that growth as a young man and, uh, or a young lady or however you identify, um, but knowing that you have someone that supports you um, and knowing that you have someone that, that cares about you. And I think every student, every child deserves that. And serving within this community, um, that's difficult because if you know anything about D2, students aren't going home to the stereotypical, uh, you know, beautiful household. Um, they're a lot of times they're the ones who are the, the parent. They're the ones that have to care and, and run the household and being able to provide guidance um, and support and love um, and trust while they're managing their home situations, school should be that place that they feel those things. Um, so every day, you know, I, I wake up and I say my own mantras. Um, one of them, you can't see it, but it's, it's tatted to my computer right here. I am enough. I am enough. I do enough. I am mm -hmm. enough. I do enough. And, you know, um, 
thing, uh, driving to school, it's going to be a, a great day because I, I choose to make it a great day. And I know that I will be interacting and working with and helping the students and the people that I love and care about. And, and that fires me up. Um, today, we had a beautiful lesson in uh, my sophomore class uh, dedicated to vulnerability and talking about what it means to be vulnerable and how do we you know, how do we discuss this? Um, how do we handle vulnerability? What are the situations we're in? And just those moments, you know, those are the moments I go into my boss's uh, room down the hallway and I dance or I sing and I say like, <laughs> yo, guess what happened in class today? It was amazing. Uh, and just those, yeah. those conversations keep me going and, and those moments. Edgar, I want to ask you a question because um, you shared this um, when I was in your classroom working with leadership. Edgar's also part of the leadership at Harrison High School. And you said, we were talking one day, I believe, about gratitude or mantras. And um, I love Mr. Stapleton's mantra, I am enough. I have certainly used that many times in my life as well. Tell me about a day, a practice, something that you remember, or maybe it's something you do quite often with Mr. Stapleton that has nothing to do with the theory of knowledge or or whatever class he's teaching you, that is something that has been real life-giving to you for your mental health, for your, just your overall well-being. What's something he does? I mean, I know not just with me, but with my peers as well. I know he checks up on, on my, on my friends as well. And like, whenever he feels like we, we deserve to be um, shouted out that we did something good, he'll reach out and tell us that he really sees what, um what we're doing and that it's like a positive impact because I feel like oftentimes students um, do a lot of things and they feel like they don't get the recognition for it. But Mr. Stapleton has been a, a teacher that gives you the recognition for what you're doing, whether that's in school, um, just changing your personality as a whole. Like he'll recognize it and he'll he'll give you that um, that recognition that you deserve. Thanks for listening to our podcast, the Mindfulness and Positivity Project helps students and teachers implement evidence-based practices in the classroom that lead to long, healthy, and happy lives. Our work is made possible by the Anschutz Foundation and Gazette Charities, as well as the Colorado Springs Health Foundation and some very generous local donors. And we are so grateful for your support. If you like our podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, share with someone you love. And if you want to learn more about what we do at the Mindfulness and Positivity Project, go to mindfulandpositive.org and you can always get in touch with us at mindfulandpositive at gmail.com.